Hello and welcome to Advisor Gold, The Missing Allocation, the show where financial professionals learn the why, how, and what to help their clients own physical gold and silver. This podcast is designed to complement the training at goldandsilveradvisors.com. I'm your host, Kerry Morris. I work with clients and run a financial planning practice every day, and we've used physical metals in our financial plans for nearly a decade. I'm here with my co-host and friend, Ryan Long, second generation in the gold and silver business and president of National Gold Consultants, which only promotes their business through a large advisor network. If you're a consumer listener to this podcast, welcome. This is not financial, legal, or tax advice. It's education, folks, and you're welcome to have your advisor reach out to us, or you can email us directly with your questions. In this episode, we're going to answer the question, what can happen if you fail to tell? Almost every week, Ryan and his team get a call from an advisor whose client purchased gold and silver from somewhere else and got ripped off. Protecting clients from these tragedies is one of the reasons that Ryan has always partnered with advisors like you to get his product to clients. But if you fail to tell, they could get hurt. So don't be a secret agent. Now, here's my conversation with Ryan. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to today's podcast of Gold and Silver, equipping advisors to take this to your clients and and help yourself too. So today we're going to answer the question, what happens if you don't let all your clients know that you now can help them with gold and silver? So Ryan, um, let's dig into this. I know you've got some stories that where it came back to bite an advisor um, because they did not everybody knew, right? We all hate that feeling. I, I, I equate it to like you do life insurance and you've done it for 20 years and you're sitting there and a client actually says, yeah, you know, we got the life insurance now, da, da, da. Oh, really? You know, and, and they got it somewhere else. So I know this is a passion of yours. And so let's, let's get into that. Kick us off. Well, you know, to, to piggyback what you're saying, at least the life insurance is regulated, right? Now, (laughs) when, when a, when a client goes elsewhere on gold and silver, I'll, I'll tell you, uh, tell you everybody here, a story that I just had just in the last couple of weeks, but I, I, I get these stories, I see it once a month right now, and it's it's real sad. You, you got to remember that the gold and silver industry is an unregulated, unlicensed industry as a whole. Granted, National Gold Consultants is licensed and regulated, and that's why we exclusively work with you guys and gals as as you know insurance professionals, uh, fiduciaries, etc. Uh, but I, I'm going to share a story uh, to a, uh, about a veteran advisor that 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 we have. Uh, he's been with us for a good ten years. Um, he does uh, probably about a case or so every month with his clients. And I, when I mean case, it's you know an, an, a position of, for 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 precious metals for his clients. Uh, so this this uh, advisor just this last month was doing an annual review uh, with one of his good clients, uh, long term client of his. And uh, this client goes, yep, you know, guess what, Mr. Advisor? I also bought some precious metals this year. Oh, you did? And, you know, well, okay, well, where'd you buy those from? And when did you do it? Yeah, you, you wouldn't believe it. I bought it during the peak of the pandemic of COVID and all the, you know, the prices were all the way at the bottom. And yeah. uh, so then the advisor goes, wow, you should be doing really, really well then with gold and silver rising and doing its thing. So what did they do? They, they took an inventory list and of course they, they emailed it and emailed it to me and they wanted a conference call with me. So I get on, get on the call and I, I'm looking at this list and going, uh oh, uh, this this isn't good. Uh, the client, you know, roughly a hundred thousand uh, dollars should have significantly increased that position because of the pricing of what it's done. Well, I had to tell the client and the advisor that hundred thousand dollars is maybe worth fifty. And no way. It, it, 
it, I, I see this time and time again. It's it's oh unregulated companies will sell a story and they're going to sell, uh, you know, they call it a collectible, but it's it's really not. But it's things that it's very difficult to type into your Google search and find a price. So they're the ones that set their own price. But it's like real estate. Your house is only worth what somebody's willing to pay for it, right? Yeah. Uh, and, and that happens time and time again. And I see that, you know, so when, when advisors, we, we need to bring this up to our clients, you know, all the time, or this, this, this does happen. And I, I see a, a, a story like this every month. Yeah. I was going to say year after year after year. I mean, you've seen so much of this. Um, I mean, even if you, if I said to you, Ryan, pick your top three uh, things that you just, it burns in you to get the message out on, this would be one of them, right? Because you just yeah. keep seeing these folks, you know, get ripped off like that. It, yeah. And, it's rampant. Yeah. It's yeah. And so that's why we created an advisor network. That's why you've been doing this solely exclusively with advisors um, for all these years, but it still keeps happening. So what do you think, what's one simple thing an advisor can do, or let's, let's talk about two or three things an advisor can do to make sure that they at least have, have let their clients know, because there's a couple of ways to do that, right? I can think of so many ways they can do that. And the biggest way is just open up your day gum mouth <laughs> and let yeah. your let your clients know. I mean, think of all of your annual reviews that you have with your clients. Just mention precious metals to them and see yeah. what they say. Well, and let's take let me interrupt you, but let's take it a step further. When you're prepping for the review, you 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 need to be looking at their whole situation. If if you know their whole situation, you know, sometimes you've just dealt with the one thing like an annuity or life insurance yeah. or something like that. But either either way, you should be getting a feel for how they're positioned, uh, even like Ryan said, in the review. But go into it knowing that, hey, I, I need a position. I need to let them know it's time to get get them educated. Right. Yeah. So obviously, annual reviews face to face. But, man, that takes a long time to let yes. everybody know that way. So let's go to just an email. Right. Yeah. Um, it, it I mean, it, guys and gals bringing up precious metals broaching the topic is so simple, you know, and, and in our advisor training, if you've, if you haven't gone through that, um, it's gold and silver advisors with an S.com. It has so much material for you, um, that this is one of them. It's a sample sample email we have for you to send to your clients. And it's nothing new, um, just saying, Hey, you know, there's a lot, a lot of stuff happening right now. You, you can name every, every topic that's, that's right now live. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's the 20th century where there's a lot of stuff to talk about. Um, and just saying, Hey, with all this market volatility or future volatility, uh, it's, it's prudent that we have a conversation. Uh, we need to talk about precious metals and how that is a market hedge to help, uh, help basically smooth out some of the peaks and valleys in your portfolio. It's that simple, but at least they know that you are a source for it. So they're going to ask you first about it versus asking the the boiler room telemarketers on, on precious metals. Yeah. And just to kind of help them not prejudge things or, or not kind of knock themselves out of, mm -hmm. of the, of the conversation because of maybe some random fact that they could even have incorrect. There's two ways you can do that email. One way is you, you mentioned precious metals, and, and I would say you might have to do that if, if your calendar is really slammed and you don't have time to kind of like receive a lot of phone calls or do a ton of appointments, even if they're 15 minutes, you might have to mention it and kind of just go that way. But the preferable way is if you do have time and maybe during this time, you, you know, you're kind of slow because of the way 2020s went, 
Um, then, you know, send out an email that says, hey, in light of recent events and all this, yada, yada, uh, really want to have a quick conversation and just make sure that you're positioned right to, to weather these storms that are continuing to come our way, you know. So, so there's a couple of different ways you can do the email there. But, uh, but you know, you and I were talking, uh, as we always do, we, we talk about webinars too, right? For years, you traveled and did them live. And, and, you know, I think you're still willing to do that. But I believe that I believe you're going to get, I believe an advisor can get better response probably from these days. And it's a quicker way to get it to the folks through just doing a webinar with you, yep. right? Yeah. I mean, that's even faster than launching it to your clients with that sample email. This is, this is kind of, you know, shooting two birds with one stone here. Um, you've, you've got that, you've got that introduction of precious metals and Hey, Oh, by the way, we're, we're doing this was workshop webinar, digital event on zoom on such and such day. And then it's a, it's a great way to drip in front of your, your existing clients, but it also is going to, you know, any prospects you have too, this is a great, you know, great fishing technique to, to bring a new lure in front of them to, to try to get them in front of you as well. Yeah. And then you record that and now yep. you've got that recording and, and yep. on and on from there. So so back to, let's just recap. Here's what happens if you don't let all your clients know. You might think a lot of the industry would have said to you in this podcast, well, you're going to be missing out on all this revenue and all that. Well, that actually is true. But really, Ryan's heart cry and what he's seen all these years and mine too is that your clients are, could get ripped off. You know, yeah. nobody wants that. You work too hard to serve your clients, to do good by them, to help them. And, you know, everything that we do as advisors is to make their life better or it should be. And so this, that's why we have such deep conviction about this. I mean, that's, that's just a heart wrenching thing to see somebody go from a hundred grand and all excited to finding out that what they have in their hand is only worth 50 grand, you know? And so that's nuts, right? As opposed to, what what National Gold Consultants does is incredibly fair pricing. Ryan's been on top of that market for years and years and years and years and years. You know, and um, you mentioned you said something earlier when you were first telling the story, Ryan, about um, pricing and not you know this ambiguous. I love it when you create words. I'm going to try to create one am, ambiguosity. <laughs> I like ambiguosity. That yeah, that's a great word. Yeah, yeah. You are a word creator. I love it, and so. <laughs> That pricing piece, completely opposite, right? In the pre-1933 general circulation marketplace. Mm -hmm. I mean, you have watched that market and you have a system to know exactly what pricing is. And it's a pure, what I love about it, Ryan, and I'm going to shut up and say, and let you talk. Uh, I, it's a pure organic supply and demand pricing structure. Like it's an interesting market. It's so pure, you know? Uh, yeah, it's uh, when we talk about pricing, you know, people bring up, well, how do you determine what the price is? And I go, I don't, the market does. It's it's supply and demand. And then, you know, yeah. we're not, we're not, you know, ambit, what did you, what word did you make up? Ambiguity. Ambiguosity. Ambig yeah, there, that word that I can't even pronounce. And it's, it's not this, you know, unique, one of a kind, put it in a velvet box product that yeah. the, the seller dictates the price. But when you try to liquidate, I mean, at that point, what do you do? This is a completely fluid market that you have the demand for silver, you know, the, the industrial demand for silver, monetary demand for silver, but then you also have the investor demand, like guys like you and I that look at this as wealth insurance and you're you're putting this away for those rainy days to smooth out the, the peaks and the valleys. And that's what dictates the price is supply and demand because they don't yeah. make these coins anymore. That's the beauty of this marketplace. 
Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. So hope that helps you and answers your question. Goldensilveradvisors.com. Uh, this whole podcast is here to supplement your training there and continue to just uh, help drip on you to continue to deepen your conviction and make you more comfortable uh, sharing this with your clients. So we'll see you in the next podcast.